This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. No, I saw Lucy tweets out these podcasts. I, oh no, that's her from her phone. Yeah, no, Lucy. Lucy stuff. put okay. her. She put her camera up on that. Yeah. So yeah, that would have that would have got your balls your ball spot. Way to give away all the stories I was going to try to get out of you during this podcast on the show today. Mike. Who cares? No, it's two <laughs> two different audiences. I know, but I was well. I was going to open with like, hey, Mike, I heard that you bet on Brian Hoyer in 2015. <laughs> people, trust me, people. Talking to the mic. Yeah. People that aren't listening to, uh, we are, oh you're taping now. I I, I just hit record and then we oh. roll. Okay. You can tell whatever story you want. Whatever yes, I bet on Brian Hoyer when he threw six interceptions. I remember sitting. It was in uh, my buddy Brian Murphy's house in Groton, Massachusetts. We showed up. Uh, we do this thing like every fall, like with the wild card weekend. We'll get the families together and we just watch whatever games are on. It didn't matter what games are on, but I really liked Houston that year and Hoyer. I thought was competent enough. And I think they play the Chiefs, and I just thought they the, did. the Chiefs are overrated. Uh, I like Houston, and he proceeded to have the worst playoff game I've ever seen in my life through six picks. <laughs> I lost a bunch of money. Like They're having fun. They're grilling outside. It's a nice uh, winter day, fall day, whatever it was. And I'm just sitting there pissed, sucking on a light beer. Like, I bet on Brian oh, so Hoyer. You hit, you hit the bottle. <laughs> that's my day. fault. That's my fault. I, it's, it's a me problem, not a Brian Hoyer problem. I think anybody who's ever gambled has had those moments, Mutt. Oh, we've had. I had one last week in the Hall of Fame game. Matt Schaub. <laughs> I bet I took Falcons minus well, three. Matt Schaub came. I have not bet preseason. To be that's fair. your own fault for betting fair. on the preseason. That, that that might be true, but it was such like a you know Kurt Benkert bends his foot the wrong way, and all of a sudden Matt Schaub comes in, turns it over. You got Brett Rippin throwing a the most bogus touchdown pass I've ever seen in my life. First two bets I ever I made had the were bottle, on the Cowboys, I had the bottle after that. Both one. of those ended up poorly. So uh, I'm never gonna I, do that again. I would just point out that. People are betting these games, and for uh, like daily fantasy, this is a huge time of year because these insiders all know who's going to play and who's not going to play, and so people are into them. I, I like preseason football. I don't love it. It's it. There's too much that happens that isn't real. So I, I will watch it, but I'm not. I'm not taking a lot away from you know what we saw from. Is Jared Stidham going to take over Brady? It's a little early. I'm gonna. Uh, sorry, Jerry Callahan, pump the brakes a little bit on uh, making big projections off one preseason. Game. We'll have to let Jerry know about this podcast. We, we will. Sh- we just shouted him out. Shout out. We'll title it that on the website. What's so. a podcast? Didn't even know. <laughs> All right, so we won't talk about preseason. We're gonna, we, we, we have got Mutt with us here today. If you didn't already Hi. figure out that, John Schein back again. We Mutt, we've now tied you on gambling podcast episodes. By the way, it's our Not second true. episode. I've done. I did six <laughs> or seven. I've done any more. The Eminem. This is why I came on this podcast. First of all, I like both of you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. You both have a good sense of humor. And you're smart guys, uh, and you both should have full time jobs producing shows. Look at this. That being said, I host a podcast called Eminem Investments. I don't know if lose me part of it or not, but I'm going to be doing it every single week during the football season. M Investments. So please, huh? something like we're going to probably call it M&M, Investments. Mike Matnansky. I don't know, whatever. 
But iTunes, Eminem Investments, please go download there. And I'm still on the radio, for the record. I'm on a show called Mud at Night, version 2.0, nightly on WEEI. I'm here to tell the people the podcast is back for the fall and to try to help you guys out because we'll, we'll get to the basis of why you want to do this. But this is... Well, a little silly for a lot of reasons. Little, okay, well, get to that right now. Okay. Don't don't you don't <laughs> say you, that. You then. texted me yesterday and said you guys are going to a, 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 on Fridays for this podcast. You're going to do gambling, which I'm all for. Right. But then you want to do over unders in the AFC. We've seen like one preseason game. Well, I would su- I would suggest no if if you're if you're really going to give out gambling advice that most people aren't betting over unders until we get through and see. Where the injuries come, like well, so, that, so I that's tell, the issue right now. Well, so our whole thing was we're going to go through the preseason in the final week. We're going to revisit our predictions and uh, think if we still think what we said on these episodes leading up to uh, week one. That that makes some sense, but I, I would. So say, you didn't listen to the first if, episode, but <laughs> no, I've not been listening. No, I don't listen to any. You guys, no, I'm not. I will because I'm on this one, but I, I would just say don't. Don't go crazy betting season totals right now. If you're going to Twin River to go place bets, That's stop and take a break. A couple of reasons. One, you haven't gotten through all preseason yet, and there's a bunch of injuries that can happen. There's roster movement. And so I would not want to make a real bet not knowing what's in front of me. You want to, you want to have information on your side when you bet. You don't betting week one of preseason. Number two, your money is going to be tied up the entire season. Like I, It's one of the problems I don't like futures and over-unders because – if you have a like a, a bankroll, you say, I'm going to bet this much on football this year. Well, how much do you want to bet weekly versus how much you want tied up in, well, shit, are the Raiders going to win six games or seven games? Like, I, I just don't, for me, I have some thoughts on these. I, I know I'm not going to have a lot invested in over-unders because I want my bankroll to be available to me the entire season, not waiting on a season-long payoff. It's like, I don't play season-long fantasy anymore. Give me the daily, give me the weekly. This... It's tough. This is a tough. It's tough to be really good at over unders. Yeah, it's not. I mean, even for me, like I don't like to make these bets super super early. I generally wait until four or five weeks into the season, and then I'm looking at okay, who has the opportunity to win the Super Bowl? I'm with you because and by, by the way, then, the big might be more, but you have a better idea what's going on. Exactly, in front of you, you know what teams are good and what teams are bad. Like yes. for me, I feel like those week week three and four is when you really start to determine okay, who can play who has any talent whatsoever or who's just going to be like a flash in the pan like last year's Buccaneers where they come out, they win the yep. first two games, they Bengals sling the ball Buccaneers over the yard. Year. Exactly. And then they just fall off the face of the earth. Okay. So is that the only reason you thought that this whole thing was silly or is there more to that? No, no. That's, that's the, okay. the big thing is that I, I, if it's a betting podcast, I would wait to tell my listeners who I'm betting on over-unders until you see all the information. You need it. You need an edge. This has gotten out of the point where you can you – know, all these states now have legal betting. Everyone is doing this now. There's a million different uh, podcasts and websites doing this. You, you don't want to bet unless you have the edge. And the edge right now is not betting season total. Unless you have inside information about something. And I don't think most of us have any – Well, I'm not going to tip my hand or anything, but – Well, you <laughs> should. That's how you get listed. Like, wow, that guy John Anderson, he's terrible on Twitter, but he had some inside information for him beginning that of the directly year. directly contradicts something you said about now. I didn't say anything. It's not true. <laughs> nope. Off the air. There's no recording of that. All right. Well, we'll just we'll just go right into it then. We're going to do AFC over-unders. Uh, despite what Mutt just trashed us for doing this topic, we are still going to do the topic because that's the topic we had planned. We're going to do two or three picks depending on Mutt's time, depending on how long we go. And I will start with you, Mutt. We'll work our no, way around No, 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 no. I am not going first. 
first. Okay, I will start with Shime, and then it will go to me, and then Mud. Yes. All right, first one I want to go to right away. I'm going to go with the uh, Baltimore Ravens. The current win total is set at eight and a half. Uh, the overs plus one thirty. The unders minus one fifty. Last year they won ten games. I think this team only gets better. I think the defense is good. Lamar Jackson. I don't really trust him with a lot, but he is another year more experienced. I think that offense is going to be more game planned around him instead of just throwing him and thrusting him into something he wasn't fully prepared for. And I think they're actually going to be better and have a really good opportunity to win that division. I'm not sold on the Browns. I think the Steelers are going to suck. I'm going to take the over Ravens 8.5 at plus 130. I agree with that one because we talked about a lot about Lamar Jackson last week as well. And one thing I kind of failed to mention in that whole MVP Lamar Jackson dark horse rant I went on is the their defense is always good. It's only been below twelfth in DVOA under Jim Harbaugh or John Harbaugh, excuse me, once in since two thousand eight something like that. It's always one of the best defenses, so he's got that backbone in addition to everything they added on offense. And when it comes to win totals, I look at coaches first and foremost, and there are very few coaches I trust in football. John Harbaugh is on that list, and so that's why I'm going to go with the Ravens. So uh, it is not one of my picks, but the thing you have going for you there is that division. You're a thousand percent right. That is an untrustworthy group. Cleveland might suck. Pittsburgh that that they might get five wins. Five and one is not crazy for them in the division. That almost gets you to the eight and a half right there. That I like the play in that division. So, so Shai mentioned coaches you trust. I'm going to go my first pick. I'm going to go an under on a coach that I absolutely do not trust. Oh, His play calling is horrible. Do not take my pick. Do not take my pick. It is Bill O'Brien, and I am going Ooh, with the Texans pick. under 8.5 uh, for minus 150. Now, their defense last year, they faced the fourth easiest pass defense schedule, or excuse me, opposing offense passing schedule of any team in the last four seasons. They finished 18th in pass defense. So their pass defense is really, really bad. And this year, they have to go on the road to face the Saints, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Colts, and the Jaguars. Plus, at home, they have their entire divisions, so the Colts and Jaguars again, Titans is whatever. Uh, they have to face the Falcons, Panthers, Buccaneers passing attack, and Patriots at home as well. And Bill O'Brien is just such a dumb play caller. And this might change a bit with the Duke Johnson trade, because I did type this up before the or I did come up with these notes before the Duke Johnson trade. So that might force him to actually throw the ball a bit more on first down. But he is renowned for calling a, a poor pass play or running the ball on first down and then running the ball again on second and 10 and then getting into third and long and then Deshaun Watson gets sacked or something. Their sack margin last year, I believe it was minus 19. So they're dumb, wow. and I don't trust dumb coaches combined with all of that. I'm taking Texans uh, under 8.5 mutt. So when you started on dumb coaches and going against them, I was worried you are going to take my pick, and I guess I'll just start there. Give me under six wins for the Raiders. I, I think John Gruden is stuck in 1997 and thinks the league still goes a certain way. We didn't see much of him on hard knocks, but he just seems like he's not willing to accept the newer – uh, you know some of the new edicts in football, maybe the analytics of football, and that he's just still stuck in his. We're gonna play harder. We're gonna play smarter. And he's got a quarterback who I don't think is very good, and he's got a bunch of weird pieces on that team: Richie Incognito, Vontez Perfect. Th- this thing has a chance to implode all over the place there, and I could see them winning four games again, and I could see them being in real trouble and like sitting on one win heading close to, like, October, November, 
Give me under Raiders six wins as my top pick. And I'm going to actually bounce right off of that because I am in the complete opposite boat. This may be me being too influenced by the first Hard Knocks episode, but at the same time, I don't really care. I've had had a lot of faith in Derek Carr since his like junior year in Fresno State. Yes. I have. Why? Because I have watched him grow. You've watched him. Yeah, I've watched him a lot. (laughs) You've watched him? I have uh, from afar and okay. from near. Okay, and uh, honestly, I I think Derek Carr has struggled the last couple seasons after that back injury. He had that Tony Romo back injury, and he hasn't. He never quite recovered. I think this is the year he recovers. I think you see the Derek Carr that James Jones was talking about in Hard Knocks, where he's going to come out, he's going to sling the football all over the yard, having a guy like Antonio Brown, who I think will be ready for the season. <laughs> You have yep. no idea. No one they, knows. Nobody knows. Team's not right talking in. to him right now. Yeah, they don't know where yeah. he is right now. He's what's fine. the frostbite bounce back? What's the what's the trend he for guys fine. with frostbite? He can run. He he just has a little trouble cutting. I honestly, I, I don't know. I think I might just be swept up in the hard knocks hype, and that's fine. And you know what? I'd probably pay for it later. I'm gonna take the over six wins. I think they win about. I think they go about five hundred. Eight and eight sounds about right for them. I'm going to take the Raiders. I agree with Mutt on that because Derek Carr is horrible under pressure. Last year, he was the worst QB by QBR under pressure, and his O-line coach is Tom Cable. Tom Cable, infamously since 06, every I was trying to pull it up right there, but my phone, it won't load. If you go down the list of his pass uh, offensive lines under Tom Cable, their pass protection efficiency since 2006, it's literally like 28, 27, 24, 26, 32, 30, 31. And even he came to the Raiders a few years ago. I know I think he went to Seattle for a year. But the year before that, when he came in, that was the year that they had an unbelievable offensive line, and Derek Carr was going to be the MVP before he broke his leg. So broke that back. Back. Right. Didn't, he, didn't he break his leg? Might have been both. Who knows? I don't know. Whatever. Wow. Um, Over Raiders. You are buying into hard knocks, man. Yeah. You were. Remember the Buccaneers last year? Yeah. I thought I, they were going to be awesome. After I've that. never, I've never trusted the Buccaneers as far as I can throw them. Uh, so my second pick, I'm going Jaguars. I'm going over eight. So from uh, two years ago to this year, they had the largest sack margin uh, or sack margin swing in the last 30 years, from plus 31 to minus 16. So their defense was 2017. Their defense was like one of the best, def- ten best defenses maybe of the 21st century. And last year they were still an elite defense, but it's like those those small swings from just unbelievable to just like kind of okay or excuse me not okay but like unbelievable to still great but not putting up these massive turnover numbers or sacks that was the difference with the offense especially when the offense they had the most of the most injured offensive line in the league last year as well so my difference this year is that these people are back they bring in John DiFilippo who is smart despite Mike Zimmer firing him when when the Vikings were 4-2-1 and one, saying no we're going to run the ball and then magically they don't make the playoffs I wonder why so John DiFilippo has his guy Nick Foles last time every time Nick Foles has been on the field the last two years he has done exactly what the coaches told him to say and that's why those Eagles teams were successful so I'm, I'm taking Jaguars uh, they are over eight at plus 120. I'm going to stay in Florida and I admit the, the Raiders one is the one I have most uh confidence in if I were really going to make a bet I watch them uh, during the rest of the training camp if things go the way they've gone I would bet on these other two uh there's they're flyers but they, to me they'd be worth it so uh, the Miami Dolphins uh, have an over under a total of five if you bet the over you're getting a plus 120 and this is more of a bet against the Bills and Jets than it is on the Dolphins but they had their I think they had their quarterback situation kind of sort of figured out they always win a game or two at the end of the year where it's hot and teams go down there and they can't play in Miami. And their coaching staff is 10 times better than it was. Adam Gase with the smelling salts on the side last oh, night for the Jets. He's out of there. Uh, they bring back a guy who we saw coach the defense here last year in New England. 
I think there it's more of a bet against uh, Josh Allen and Buffalo and a bet against Darnold and the Jets and sort of the hype they're getting. Give me the Dolphins over five. And, and I'm going to pivot right off of that. I'm going to take the Jets at under See, seven and a half. So we're on the same way. Yeah, so same way. I cut it. I could have gone. I could have gone the either way, but. I gotta commit to my guy, uh, Josh Rosen. Just got moved there, so I'm gonna go over. But I can see why. Go Jets. Go. Jets. And I'm I'm gonna go Jets with the under. You're getting even money here. It's you know it's pretty simple. I I think the Jets are just they're overhyped. It's I think Darnold will get better. Sure. I still don't think they're gonna win eight games. They're right. not a 500 team. Their offensive line is horrible. Yeah, and they have they what get, one they, receiver. Right. What, what are you gonna throw to Robbie Anderson every play? Jamison Crowder might not be bad out of the slot. Okay. Sure. But Le'Veon Bell's still, fat now, though. And again, we bring we'll, up we'll, Adam Gase. He can't catch there. the ball. He can't catch the no, ball. No, and we bring up coaches we don't trust. I don't trust Adam Gase and He's his dumb. wide-eyed looks. Are you kidding me? He's an idiot. You can go smell smelling salts on the sidelines all you That's want. You're not going to win eight games. Yeah, they pulled what's his, They pulled Matt Khalil out of retirement or Ryan Khalil or something. It's like, yeah. okay, so you pulled a bad center sure out of retirement. pretty cut by the Panthers. But he, was, he was retired and then, I don't know, he was bad, though. Like, he's washed up... They're they're trying to spin it as like oh but he's you know he's a good locker room guy he'll teach the the other guys in the locker room what's what and all this stuff teach him all you want you, yeah you they traded they traded for a guard from the Ravens too I think oh, we're getting deep into O line talk we do this too much we start talking about guards and everything John loves you, his O line lose I know he does <laughs> loves that trenches uh, and going off of what you guys just said I'm going Bills over seven really and I have Ugh. been I have been ranting and raving oh about the gosh. Bills all off season I've been begging Andy Hart and Ryan Hannibal to let me talk about the Bills on the off day but I'm never there when they record it so. Whatever. Uh, they replaced four out of five starters on their offensive line this year. Here we go with the O-line. I just said I wouldn't do it, but here I am doing it. They bring in Mitch Morse, center from Kansas City. All of the guards, they have brought in a starter and somebody to compete with them. So nobody's complacent. There's no complacency there. Cody Ford, second-round pick, will start wow. at right guard you play probably. play for your job, Sean. you got to really got to work. Oh, Ty, Ty Niseki from uh, the Redskins, right tackle. Boom, brand new offensive line. Shady McCoy needs to get cut. That's the next step. They, they, they prioritized speed at wide receiver, whereas last year they were going for more of catch radius with the guys like Kelvin Benjamin who take 90 hours to get down the field, but you know they can catch the ball if it's in within 20 feet of them, hypothetically, although Kelvin Benjamin couldn't really do that. Uh, John Brown and Cole Beasley in there. Defense was already one of the best defenses in the league last year. Kind of got screwed by the offense because field position, that stuff, and complimentary football like you talked about in the first 10 minutes of Dalen Keefe today. I need to breathe. And then (laughs) Sean McDermott is a smart coach. He is the complete opposite of Adam Gase. How do you know that? Honestly, he jumps around like he's a special teams coach. How do you know he's a smart coach? Uh, Because when the Cleveland Browns very stupidly hired Hugh Jackson – that's what they brought in all these different consultants to say, okay. who should you hire? They told them to hire uh, Sean McDermott. Oh, so the consultants who, oh, got, gotcha. All right. Got, well, those, those consultants told them, th- those people told them to draft Jimmy These Garoppolo. are the baseball people, right, in the front office there in Cleveland? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> my issue isn't even so much with taking the bills. I think overall my issue is just with the numbers alone. So you're talking, you want the over of seven wins, you're, you're getting minus 125. It, oh, it I just, know that part. I'm like more of just saying they're going to win more than seven games. You're shooting for an over here that's difficult to get, and you're not getting great odds. Like I think, fair, I just, I think numbers wise, outside of whether it's the Bills or you know another middling team, I just think with the num- numbers wise, that's just a bad bet. Overall. Right. And I, I, I will go one more here. Um, and I looked at this for a while. I think they're the best team in the. the con- Give me eleven or twelve wins for the Chiefs. So if the Tyree kill thing, they're at ten and a half right now. If Tyreek Hill does not pop up, and it's maybe it's a gamble that he, he's able to straighten the straight and narrow, maybe it ends up haunting him during the year. If it does, then my bet's going to be a loser. 
But if the league really lets him play this thing out and he commits to this year, they have an explosive offense. They spent a lot of money on the defense. They get rid of their terrible defensive coordinator. They're just freakishly talented on both offense and defense. And I know they play in a tough division, but 11-5 and feels like a lock if everyone stays healthy. So it's one of the higher totals on the board. I think the Patriots at 11 are the only other higher total. But I'll give me 10.5 Chiefs on the over, betting on talent. And then Andy Reid can keep them together. If he can, they're going to win 11, 12 games. They should be the, they're the best quarterback in the league. They, they just brought in like 90 defensive backs. They loaded up on defense. They yep. went out and spent money on defense. They got a new coordinator. I, I, I'm i not rooting for it. I don't root for Tyree Kill, but if you're looking just at the numbers, and you're getting plus 100 on that. So they, they're they sort of asking you uh, to bet that, and Vegas is hoping you bet it. I'll spin into that. I'll, I, will, uh, I will spin into the... Uh, the car accident here. Give me the over on the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I, I really like that Kansas City Chiefs pick, and I'm actually going to take the next team high on the board as well. I'm going to take the over on the Indianapolis Colts. I am I am all in on the Colts being an AFC title contender here. Uh, I think as long as Andrew Luck limits his interception numbers, I think you have two all pros anchoring your team, one on offense, one on defense, uh, between Quentin Nelson and Darius Leonard, and you are set. You are ready to go. I think this team has weapons T.Y. Hilton is one of the more underrated wide receivers in the league. That guy catches everything. He's all over the field. I think Marlon Mack's bound to have a breakout year. I don't hate Frank Reich. I think he's relatively smart, and he's got some balls. He looks pretty smart offensively. Yeah, and, and he's got some balls. And at plus 130, I like the number. I'm going to take the over on 10 wins for the Colts. His neck beard just makes him look smart, though. Best meme of last year was when someone someone took a picture of Frank Reich and said, Frank Reich just asked what IPAs they have on tap. <laughs> <laughs> Only he would. I mean, this is the meme king at WEEI. Hundred percent. How about the meme king? We, we like can't even post memes. I you only have tweet them out from your own account. You're that's fine. a good idea by right. you. I, I only have three. I, that's all I have. Yeah, no, that's all I have too. Yeah, Shime has four apparently. He's got no. He has five. Have, What's your bunch, fifth? What's I have your a bunch. Fifth? Well, I have a bunch here. I just you know I like to serve. We, we had agreed ten we, money. It's monopoly we, we money. Go bet all my picks. Oh, Mutt and I are going to walk out of the room. Shime will keep rambling for another twenty minutes. Nah, you know I could go teams. You're going to go around the league. We're good. I'm good. I got I got my say in on going around the NFL. So I had Texans under eight and a half. Jaguars over eight. Bills over seven. Mutt, yours were. Uh, I got Raiders under six. Give me the Chiefs over ten and a half wins. And my third pick was Dolphins over five. And I have one other question before we go. Go ahead, Sean. And I have Ravens over eight and a half. Raiders over six. Jets under uh, seven and a half. And then Colts over ten. You said something earlier about Andy and uh, Hannibal at the Off Day podcast. What? What podcast is this? This is the off day podcast, but we posted on Saturday mornings, and I was I was like, ah, the payday. So I'm their producer. Oh, Rob oh, so had you, said, yes. So you are part of the off day podcast. Correct. Yes. So Rob. But so Rob like had the, said Rob had the JV wanted team. Basically, oh. basically, Rob wanted it to be me, Andy, and Ryan doing it. I was producing it, but he was like, yeah, jump in though, be a part of it. Yeah. They're down at Gillette all the time, so I, I can't go down to Gillette really. So, but I was gonna do a mini yeah. Saturday show anyway because we drop it Saturday morning. It makes sense for it to be more of a gambling angle on it, but it also gives Shime and I an excuse to talk about other teams in the NFL. So, because all we I used like to it. do on Sundays was come in, we'd work the Patriots game, real post game show with Glenn, and we'd talk about gambling. We do it the anyway, so, so might as well do it behind a mic. Smart, and you guys are battling with the other podcasts here to try to get to how many followers do you need? Uh, a thousand, and okay. we are. I, if, you th- you know. if you think this is going to help, you're wrong. If you're like, oh, we'll get that. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I don't it's think. I don't think this is. This has this nothing. Is not gonna this gonna is well, Mutt, you're right now. Mutt at Night account has like sixty thousand. You yeah, should be able to. But I don't even get. Eamon, who's a producer here, controls it. He's terrible. I am signed into that account still. Well, you, you're, you're okay. 
he's terrible. So may, I'm okay. I, I hope so this, we're inching towards what you said off the air. Yeah, <laughs> maybe may someday we're not gonna you guys will get a thousand. Well, does Lucy's podcast have the most followers right now? No, no, the Skate Pod. Skate Pod does because oh, Matt Calman ten times a day will tweet like, "Hey, we're almost to three eighty. Who's going to be three eighty? Who's going to be six sixty? Stuff like yeah. that." Kerosene can he brings the takes. So that's helpful to that podcast. It does. That's why he was on Pittsburgh Radio. <laughs> he's very good. All right, that'll do it there. Uh, Mutt, man, thank you. Good seeing you guys. Appreciate it, Mutt. Good luck. Uh, follow uh, Mutt. I'm still on the air. Mutt at night and Eminem Investments Podcast back yep. next week. At Shime Time, at John WI, at Off See you guys. Pod. So fun. See you, Mutt. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, we do have an Instagram account that I try to post to, and it's kind of hard to keep up with that. Off Day Podcast, Facebook.com slash Off Day. Shime, anything you need to say? Uh, nope. Great show, as always. Perfect. Later.